Thank you, Jesus. Man, what a, what a wonderful time of worship this morning. Um, there really is nothing like coming together and worshipping and experiencing the power of corporate worship. Netflix can't do that. Social media can't do that. Going to the rugby can't do that. There is nothing like the expression and the experiencing of, of worshiping the King together. And, and we're, we're raised up with Christ and seated. And so we come into this in heavenly places. I should finish that scripture. <laughs> we're seated in heavenly places. And we're, so there's an invitation. We're ushered into the throne room together. That's why this, it, it's heaven. It's supernatural. It's not, a, it's not hype, it's not emotion, it's not goosebumps on goosebumps. I mean, that might happen, but it's, this is, I mean, we can get emotional, but it's because we're transacting in the heavenly realm. So I just want to bring, um, I just want to bring a communion word this morning, and this is really about, you know, communion is to be received this morning, and I just want to give this message as a real messenger, like not a personality, you know, I just want to, I want to bring this as the word this morning. And so I'm just going to just jump through a, through a few scriptures this morning. We're going to then um, stand and then we'll take communion and then we'll take communion and bring it back to our seats, um, the emblems. And then I'll, I'll speak a bit more and then we'll take it together at, at the end. So Matthew 16, um, verse 21 I'm just going to jump in here, and it's quite an intense scripture, actually. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, of the chief priests, and of the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Just so grabs me that those ones who were who were guardians of the old covenant and of the law and of the who 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 upheld the word Jesus was subject to them and he you know he confronted them and he said they're like whitewashed tombs at one stage you know you look good on the outside but you're dead on the inside there was nothing within them that was carrying the DNA of heaven and 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 Jesus was going to be killed at the, he was going to suffer at their hands in verse 22, it says, Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. And Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. So Jesus is carrying this crystal clear image and picture within His heart. You know, the eyes of His heart was opened. <laughs> he was seeing and doing as the Father was leading Him. And, and He had this picture of what He was doing. He held the Father's DNA and the Father's will within His heart. And Peter was put in His place. <laughs> and Jesus considered His words as a demonic voice. He said to him, you do not have the... My, have in mind the concerns of God and Jesus was going to the cross because He held in mind 
in, in the Strong's definition, it says one of the words to mind is the observation that he was observing the things of God. And he was observing this great reward for the church. He was re- re- the Father's reward was what Jesus had sight of. And this was compelling Jesus to the cross. In Hebrews 12, it says that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. First Corinthians 11:26. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is interesting because as though we, we celebrate the empty tomb and the resurrection, the Lord's Supper is not about the resurrection. This is about his death, proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. And, and this, the table of communion uh, is about honouring the sacrifice and becoming a part of the proclamation even of the sacrifice that Jesus made for us until His final return. So at the Lord's table, we remember our identity in Christ. We remember that we are hidden in Christ, that we died with Christ. We receive new hope. We receive our healing. We remember the sacrifice and the costs He made. We celebrate our righteousness. We rediscover our, our, our um, unity and we reclaim our purpose because Jesus is the host today. He is the host at the table and Jesus is our salvation. Jesus is our hope. Jesus makes God's love, forgiveness and grace fully available and tangible for us at His table. So right now, if you're receiving, you want to receive communion today, I think we have a table at the front here and at the rear. Um, You can just stand right now and uh, you can just go and bring those emblems back to your seat. So we we can just do that right now.
just a wee reminder actually as you're taking your seats to um, in regards to this little communion vessel um, there's two layers to it you can peel the top layer off and then there's a wafer under in the first layer and then you get to the second layer and you've got the juice and if you've got to the second layer first then you might have some difficulty anyway you can work that out you can always go back for seconds So what is Christ's blood, first of all, proclaiming to you today? <laughs> oh, I love his word and I love his promises. 1 Peter 2.24 And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die, we might die to sin and live to righteousness for by his wounds you were healed Christ's blood today is proclaiming to you that sin is dead to you that we're not seen by the Father in the light of our past or current struggles, our current sin, our past sin. His blood proclaims and is an invitation into His righteous foundation. In Luke 22 verse 20, after the supper, He took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. This blood is the cup of the new covenant. This is the new covenant. <laughs> In old covenant law, the high priests would impute, um, there were two goats and in one goat, we're just going to talk about that one, um, the sin of Israel into a goat and then send this goat into the wilderness. And this was a foreshadowing of Jesus carrying our sins Away, And this was the scapegoat. You may have heard of the scapegoat. So like the scapegoat, Jesus has taken and carried your sins away. How about we just give him a, a clap of praise and thanks to Jesus. He's carried your sins away. So when you take this today, don't drink this conscious of the sin in your body. Don't drink this sin conscious. He bore your sin in his body on the cross his blood cleanses you from all sin but it says in 1 John 1 7 but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus has cleansed us cleansed us from all sin through his blood we have the power to overcome the enemy, Revelation 12, 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives until their, uh, the death. His blood proclaims that we can come close to the Father. Ephesians 2, 13 says, but now in Christ, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. 
Isn't that beautiful? What is the bread proclaiming today? The bread speaks of Christ's body in which we, uh, in Him, we have life. And Christ lived a perfect human life. Jesus lived the life that none of us could ever achieve and He obeyed the Father's will to the fullness. He always loved, He always hoped, He always believed in the body of Christ. The, this here uh, speaks of this perfect life that was laid down for us. And so when we take the bread, we're reminded that God counts His perfect Christ perfect obedience as if it were our own (laughs) and empowers us to live in perfect obedience. Isn't that a radical thought? Read Romans 12 if you want to get into that some more. And you know Galatians 2.20 says, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Paul proclaims this, the life I live In the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. There's grace for us to no longer live, but for Christ to live within us. Therefore, as last week we were talking about becoming landing places for the promises of God in our lives. So at the Lord's table today, we receive deliverance from fear. I love the the fact that there's about 365, I haven't counted them all, but I've read this. There are 365 fear nots in the Bible, one for every day of the year. Fear not today, for He is with you. (laughs) Isaiah 41 verse 10. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, The Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? Deliverance from the fear of man as we receive the bread of life today. Receive hope today. Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Receive rest today. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Let his rest minister to your weariness today. Philippians 4.19 says this, And my God, I love how Paul says that, And my God, (laughs) will meet all of your needs according to, to his riches, to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. You know, there's needs. He's going to meet your needs. He's the God of abundance today. He is the God of protection. I declare from uh, Psalm 91, verse 2 this I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust in him. And lastly, Romans 8, 38 to 39. Nothing can separate you from the love of the Father, for I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present or things to come, nor powers or height or depth or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in 
Christ Jesus, our Lord. I said that was the last, but actually I just want to just circle back (laughs) to 1 Peter 2.24, that by his wounds, the wounds on his body, you have been healed. By his stripes, cancer dies. By his stripes, eyes are restored. By his stripes, youth is renewed. By his stripes, spirit of infirmity, go. So let's receive, let's receive his body and his blood this morning. Jesus said these radical words to his disciples that, you know, probably freaked many of them out and put a few off. But he said, you know, unless you drink my blood and eat my body, you will have no part of me. And this is wildly out there. But I want you today to to take take this further than you've taken it before. Take it as though you are receiving his very body today. You're receiving the very life force of heaven and the fullness of Christ laid down life for you. Let's receive that right now. thank you today that the kingdom of heaven is near that the kingdom of heaven is at hand that the kingdom of heaven is within us these are your words and we pray that your kingdom would come on earth we thank you for the increasing kingdom We thank you, Father, today for our lives and our family and our region. We just thank you that your kingdom can fill those places of deficit. We proclaim your kingdom and we we invite you 
we invite you to this earth. We invite you to our earthen vessels, God. These earthen vessels, these hands that we give to to our the to you today, God. These this heartbeat that we give to you today, we we invite your kingdom. Let your kingdom come. We invite the increase of your presence, the increase of angels. We invite the tangible reality of encounter and lives changed. And we bless today. We bless our region. We bless high schools and primary schools and nursery schools. And we bless teachers and principals. And we bless Christians, Lord, today. We bless those who are called to lead in places of influence, God, in schools. We bless our 24-7 workers again this morning, Jesus. We bless our council, God. We bless those on assignment in our council, Lord. Our local government. We bless those who are in all trades and spheres of influence right throughout our community. We bless those in business today, God. And we thank you that there is a supply for every need. In Jesus' name. And we pray for those who are struggling in our church family, whether it be in health or in finance, God. We bless or in emotions, God. Oh, for those who are struggling in fear this morning, we bless those in Jesus' name to come into the revelation and the knowledge of your kingdom. Total freedom. In Jesus' name.